0: Hey girl, and welcome to the Soul Social Podcast with your host, Nina Webb. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all things mindset, business strategy, manifestation, and more. After building a successful online community of over 13,000 women and scaling to 5K months in a matter of months, I am on a mission to help as many women as possible do the same. I want to help you take action to build a life of time and financial freedom you've always dreamed of, and to truly believe in yourself and your business. I'll be spilling the tea in weekly episodes about what it actually takes to step into your next level self and have a successful business. So grab a cup of coffee or a herbal green tea and let's dive into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So today, I've got Danny with me from Green Creative. So Danny is a marketing consultant from Dundee, Scotland, who helps business owners move away from vanity metrics to get results that last. She's a marketing whiz who knows all things strategy, from email marketing to Instagram insights to landing page copy. She's risen massively since starting her business. has a huge variety of offers in her product suite, from planners to monthly memberships to social media management services. Welcome, Danny. Thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Hi thank you for having me it's so good to be here.
0: So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business journey you know when did it start how's it been going so far?
1: Yeah of course so um I did a marketing degree and graduated back in 2015 worked for um like a local brand and I was really creative in that role and then later on I took a more of a corporate role um and in between those switching of jobs, I was approached by a lot of three uh, small business owners asking me to like help them with their mar- uh, marketing. So that included website builds and um, helping them create like an online presence and social media management was a big thing. So I I took the roles on as a freelancer, but still working full time. And then basically when lockdown hit, I was really busy and was given an opportunity to just give this business a go so that was I left my job in 2020 and Green Creatives has been full-time ever since so yeah this year has been crazy busy like last year my first year being self-employed I was busy but this year it's just like project after project after project so yeah it's been good amazing so talk to me about some of the some of the projects that
0: you've had going on recently share with us what you've been up to
1: yeah so a lot of them have been website projects so um I've helped a lot of um brands either like starting from scratch or revamping their websites that they've had done before that they've just never had time or money to invest back into um, one of the big ones was a big e-com brand um their the focus was like making it more user-friendly for their audience and things like that um and my membership's been a huge project as well so I'm trying to build that and the community around that too so yes it's varied Every day is very different
0: <laughs> I love that and I love that about online business I feel like it's so good that not every day is the same like you can just wake up and do something completely different so I think that's something I got so bored of in the corporate world yeah. um which is very much like you know doing the same tasks every day or every week um literally just having the same meetings like it was just so samey and I'm someone that loves like keeping things fresh keeping things different and I'm sure you'll like that as well and it's so good for our creativity I think as well isn't it
1: yeah definitely amazing so you
0: mentioned your membership um so Mm -hmm. tell me about your membership how's it been going obviously I've had my own experience with the collective in terms of my own membership but I'd love to find out how you found running one and if you have any advice to people looking to start one
1: Yeah so the membership idea came from I noticed like working with a lot of small businesses that marketing outsourcing it is something that they can't afford or a lot of people want to learn about marketing but still do it in-house so that's basically the idea behind the membership is to give people the resources and the accountability from me to take their marketing into their own hands. It's been going good um it's hard work running a membership um it's I decided to do like an evergreen one so I'm not launching all the time because I can feel I feel like launching can be quite tiring especially if you're doing it like every quarter or stuff and I Mm -hmm. also thought it was kind of taken away from what my business is about like if someone finds me wants to join the membership then I'm making them wait until it opens where they could have the resources straight away so yeah it's good and I think it's like a learning process like this is a lot of I've never done anything like that before so I'm just learning as I go in terms of advice I feel like you you need to have like a good idea behind it um and make sure it's something that your audience really wants so I heard a lot from small business owners that they know what to do when it comes to market and they just don't have the accountability and um, so that's why I made that such a big part of mine so I would think if you feel like there's something you could give your audience monthly that they want then a membership's probably a thing to think about hmm
0: amazing so tell us about your membership tell us a little bit more about like what's included inside if you don't mind sharing like what's yeah. what's in it what do you offer to people what is this thing that people uh people have told you that they want because it sounds like you've done a lot of market research there which is amazing
1: yeah so basically um there's a facebook group where they get big accountability from me so i check in every week we do like bi-weekly uh, q a sessions so they can ask like anything that they're struggling with at the time we also do a monthly workshop. So it's either from me. So last workshop, last month's workshop, sorry, was um, about your website and everything you need to include. And I did a little audit on um, some of the members' homepages. This month's workshop, I'm getting um, an SEO expert's coming into the membership. So they're talking all about SEO And next month is Pinterest. We're like focusing on Pinterest. So the workshops are either from me or from someone, another marketing expert that I asked to come in. There's also different like coaching videos about different marketing topics. So like how to get started on email marketing, things like that. There's also templates that help them create content too. So yeah, there's a very of different elements That make it up.
0: Mm -hmm, 100% and it sounds like you've got quite a few guest experts on as well so I actually only ever had one guest expert in the collective so I'd love to hear your experience with having them on how have you found it I think it's great to have different people with different expertise isn't it?
1: Yeah definitely so the big thing with the membership was obviously when I created it and I had no members at the start I did it as what I thought people wanted um, from Mm -hmm. my research and stuff but after the first quarter I surveyed all the members And found out that um, they were still sort of working through the content. So in the second quarter, I didn't put too much content because I didn't want them to feel overwhelmed. And they asked to learn more about Pinterest and SEO. And it's things, Pinterest I'd never used before. And SEO, I know like a bit about it, but I'm not like an expert. So I thought things like that, it's better to get someone in. But I think it's actually because I learn as well when someone comes in to the membership so um it's been good and it also helps me create connections as well and sort of build on them so yeah it's good to hear other people's perspectives
0: yeah definitely definitely I think it can be great to just kind of have other people come in, like you said, who might be an expert on different topics. And it sounds like what's interesting is it's kind of like a marketing membership. Like, I feel like you yeah. see a lot of like social media memberships, like that's how obviously the collective started and it's changed now. Now it's like a masterclass subscription. Um, but in the beginning, that's how it was. It was like teaching about Instagram, you know, growth tips, like specifically a lot of folks on Instagram. And I see so many of those. So I find it really interesting in terms of like a USP, I guess, that it's more focused on marketing, it's a lot broader. And it's kind of like you said, bringing in SEO, bringing in other platforms as well, like Pinterest. that people might not necessarily think of I think everyone straight away thinks of Instagram and, and things like that.
1: Yeah definitely yeah I, I wanted it to be more broad and to teach because I'm quite big on that that there's so much more to market and in than Instagram so yeah it's good that you noticed that. <laughs> yeah
0: 100% and then in terms of kind of being having more to marketing than Instagram let's chat a little bit about one of the other things that you're kind of an expert in I would say which is email uh, marketing so I know you kind of said you have some trainings around it inside membership so yeah. I'd love to pick your brains about it um what advice would you give to someone looking to build up their email list do you have any tips
1: yeah so I think one of the first tips would be to like do it <laughs> um <laughs> don't think too much about it and just start collecting people's email addresses as soon as you can in your business it's good to start building the list in terms of like how you can build it i always you need to give people a reason to sign up and that'll be different for the type of businesses that you are um, I have a few like freebies so different downloads or if you're more e-com a lot of my clients will give a small discount when people sign up to their newsletter list so it's just about what you could give back to those people because as a customer it really is a sort of investment given a business or a brand or email address so much more than just following them on social media
0: Mm, that's a really interesting point I feel like I guess why do you see it as more of an investment I think that's a really interesting point because for me it's like I feel like I'm the worst like I sign up to like a million different things and I have like a million uh emails I'm interested to see like you know why you think email is more of an investment and just in general like the differences between probably like Instagram and email marketing
1: yeah so i see it as more of an investment because it takes like literally seconds to follow someone on Instagram whereas when you're giving someone your email address you it takes a little bit more time I'm the same as well like I used to have so many subscriptions but I think as the years have gone on and we're more used to email marketing you're more wary of who you give your email to um because you you don't want spammed with emails from random companies so I that's how I see it as more of an investment I think as well if you treat the clients uh, or customers that sign up as a like VIPs as such then that creates it to be a bit more of an investment and you're sort of making them part of your brand more than you could do on social media
0: yeah definitely so in terms of treating them like VIPs I guess what are some examples like how would you how would you market to them more as more as VIPs than you kind of would to people on Instagram?
1: Yeah so um, just examples from my clients so one of them is a salon owner so anyone that's signed up as um, on her newsletter list they get first access to treatments so and she usually books out pretty much as soon as the email goes out so then if you're not on it you're not really in a chance to get a treatment other like e brands that I work with they do if they're doing a launch they will the first access will go out to the newsletter list as well and they are more of a like made to order brand so if you're wanting your order like quickly or in with a chance to place an order then you're better to be on the newsletter list So yeah, it's just how it works for your business. Like how could you give people either exclusive access or what could you give back to that list to sort of make them feel a little bit special? Yeah,
0: definitely. And I think for me, I find it really interesting what you're saying about kind of making them feel special because... I think for me, I am so lazy with email marketing. Uh, If you know my story, you know I used to work in email marketing and I hated it. Um, So I'm super lazy with it now for my business. Like often I just like repurpose captions from Instagram and just send them out to emails, which is obviously fine. But like I said, it's not treating people differently. It's not like giving them that special um, feeling. So I guess, what would you do differently in terms of like the content you put out to to emails? Um, I guess, would it be different in any way? Would it be kind of more in depth? Would it be more personal? What would you say about kind of the content and the wording that you would use when you speak to so your email list versus kind of people on instagram
1: i think many of the email platforms allow you to be really personal so you can use people's like first names and um, you can also get to know like their behaviour. so for example when I was promoting my membership, I was able to look at my emails and see like who'd signed up for workshops before. So I was able to then target them with an email, like in this membership, you'll get access to X amount of workshops. I know you've liked my workshops before. You can't do that on Instagram. Um, I like, it's just the followers that see your posts. So, and I think, yeah, using like their information, allows you to be personal so their name things like that and birthdays and stuff I know that's a big thing for e-com so if you are collecting their information on their birthdays then you could send them like a gift card to use or a discount things like that it's just I think with email marketing it's more the data you can collect from your customers that you just can't do as much on Instagram So in terms of like what content I would send, um, I I repurpose as well, but I feel like if I think that's fine to do like every so often. But if you're really promoting something or doing a launch or trying to get them to convert, that's when you really want to be like, okay, these people have bought my planner, maybe they'll now be interested in my to do list. I don't have a to do list, but if I did, like um so yeah I think it's more about like the customer behavior information you get
0: Mm -hmm. 100% and that's such an interesting take because you're so right you can see like all of their previous purchase history you can see even like their clicks and things like that so I think that gives you a really good idea of you can see kind of like you know what they've clicked on before and what they might be interested in and I think that's really really good to track as well um okay so kind of moving away from email I know you kind of think it's really really key in general for people to have a strategy behind their marketing whether it's Instagram whether it's email and you've spoken a lot about you know you don't really agree with when people just post for the sake of posting and it's important to follow that strategy so I guess how would you define that strategy is there any kind of main things that you feel goes into a strategy behind posting like what's the difference I guess between like someone that just posts randomly and someone that has this strategy
1: yeah so I think planning is probably a big key thing with strategy um before my social media management clients before they started working with me I did a post on this a while ago we were at a meeting and she said before working with me she would literally just sit and think right what am I posting today rather than thinking about what's going on on your business how where are you trying to attract sales like things like that do you have launches coming up um, so I think planning and trying to think ahead is a good thing to do I kind of struggle with it for myself sometimes um which is crazy because I do it for other people but what I started doing is with my VA we would sit every month at the start of the month and she would say to me right what's going on in the business and as soon as someone asks me I'm like okay this is xyz is happening." I think sometimes when you're in your business all the time it's so hard to just take a step back and be like this is what you need to do so I think yeah plan take a step back sort of look at your business as an overall what's mm-hmm. happening and use that in your um marketing um I don't think you need to like have posts scheduled for like the next four weeks of course you can post randomly but and sometimes that's the content that's more authentic and people get whereas if you feel like I need to post four times a week it'll be forced and people will get that you're en- you're just posting because you think it'll help there'll be no energy that'll attract people but I think with social media you need to be clear on your content pillars so what are you what are you posting that's in line with what your target audience is interested in so mine's I like to share obviously all my target audience is small business owners so my experience as a small business owner I share a lot and that gets a lot of um engagement because people that are in my audience get it um I also share like marketing tips so that's obviously a big pillar for me I try to share like mindset stuff I know you're big in that as well Nina, but I feel like it's pro- important for your marketing you need to be in the right mindset to promote mm-hmm. so sometimes I don't have posts scheduled but if something comes to me and it's in one of those pillars I'm like oh yeah and I'll just post it mm-hmm. so I think if you've got some content pillars set it does make your social media marketing more strategic Mm, 100% and i think
0: it's so interesting how many different elements go into a strategy like that obviously you've just mentioned content pillars um there's something i call as well like different types of content like i know some people call these like content pillars like you know educational yeah, yeah. Like entertaining all of that. I hate when I see people call them content pillars because I'm like, that's not a content builder. Um, But I feel like that's an interesting mix as well because it's kind of like, you yeah. know, if you're just sharing like all educational, it's kind of like, okay, but we don't see anything about you. Like we, we don't get any information about yeah. you. Like we don't know who you are. So it's like, you need to have the storytelling content. You need to have kind of the more um, relatable content as well where people are kind of seeing themselves in you. And that's so much of what gets people to buy, I think as well, because I think so much of the time when we see people online, I feel like you know it can it can generate these feelings of like that's possible for them but it's not possible for me and that's something like so many of my clients have, have said before and i think when they share the relatable things of like you know i started at zero as well like i didn't earn anything for the first six months or i don't know i only have like 300 story views or something like that and they're still making a lot of money it's kind of like okay like maybe i can actually do it as well yeah so i do think it's good to have that that mix as well um just on the point as well about like batching versus like creating content kind of on the day I don't know if you saw I did a, a little reel about this recently and people were quite surprised with with what I said um that I tend to batch like the actual content So say if it's reels I would film like a lot of different reels yeah I tend to only write my captions on the day um okay, and I've kind of yeah. shifted into this strategy recently and I found it really interesting what you said about kind of Um, where you might get those flashes of inspiration and you might feel like it's really relevant on that day. Because I feel like sometimes if you schedule things for like so long in advance, when you get to post it, it's kind of like, oh, you know, this doesn't feel that relevant anymore. So I'd love your thoughts on that and kind of like, do you have a mixture with batching and like, you know, those sort of off the cuffs of inspiration moments?
1: Yeah, so I I do um, something similar. I don't write the caption on the day, but that's actually a really Mm -hmm. good idea. Um, But sometimes if I'm... I'll have posts in my head that I'm like right I'm going to do that for next week but if something comes up I might just cancel out one of those posts and go with like the inspiration that I'm feeling on the day um or even if at the weekend I don't usually post at the weekend but if something comes to me and I feel like I need to share it I will just do it on the spot um in terms of my content I just do like a week in advance like the scheduling if I am um, batch creating so yeah I think it's good one scheduling is good because it keeps you consistent so you are and if you're sticking to your content pillars then what you're going to be putting out there is probably quite strategic but we're human beings and we do get inspiration like at the drop of a hat so it's good to go with that go with the flow because like you say Nina that'll be more when you share your personality or and people will relate to that more so i'm i kind of do a bit of a mix
0: yeah i think what you mentioned that's so interesting about strategy as well as linking it back to the things that you're selling at the moment because i feel like not a lot of people will think to do that and to kind of be strategic with your content so say obviously um i'm launching become influential sue which is all about building a powerful personal brand it's a mini course um, so every bit of content I'm doing at the moment is all about personal branding. It's all about, you know, why personal branding is so huge. Why you need personal branding before you start selling, like, yeah. you know, all of this stuff, like raising awareness of it. And it's kind of like for a, kind of like a month leading up to that launch, I will just focus everything on that, um, on that topic. Um, and I think so many people kind of miss that from their strategy and then they just suddenly launch something and it's kind of like, you know, they hear crickets cause it's kind of like, no one knows, no one has really built up the idea that it's important if that makes sense. So I think that's probably one of the biggest aspects of strategy, isn't it, as well, to kind of link it into what you're selling.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I do the same sort of approach. Like, when I I launched, like, a do-it-yourself social media bundle, and for, like, the leading up to that, it was, like, sharing about, like, the time people don't have to create their social media graphics and, like, why it's important to be consistent and things like that. So I was totally focusing on social media, um, and then when I launched, people were, had consumed all that content that they were like, oh yeah, let's, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, like they kind of already got the idea in their head that like, this is something they need to be thinking about and and because of it, that yeah. content you created. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you as well about avoiding vanity metrics, because I know that's a huge part of your brand and you talk about it a lot in terms of like, you know, the the vanity metrics, like the followers, the likes, they're not that important. Um, I guess I wanted to ask you about this and kind of like why you're so passionate about it, because this is something I'm really passionate about as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it.
1: Yeah. So from a personal point of view, I'm passionate about it because I managed to go self-employed and I think I had at the time like 500 followers on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. I built a client base enough to like leave my corporate job. So that is an example of why it not always what you your business isn't what you see on Instagram as such. And even now I have like just over a thousand followers, but I'm still always like fully booked. Um or and ever since I've been self-employed, I've still managed to pay myself a salary. So that's from a personal point of view. And it's the same with my clients as well. Um when I first started working with one of them she was really bad for comparing herself to other people but when we like did a lot of work and like nailed down what the issue was she wasn't setting her goals like what she was trying to achieve with her business so I feel like vanity metrics is something we just look at because it's easy like rather than really nailing down what you're trying to achieve so I think it's I mean obviously we all want to grow and have a community on Instagram because that's what then trickles down into becoming customers. But if your business, if you're fully booked, um then that's what you want to be focusing on. You want to be focusing on the sales, your feedback you're getting from customers, the money that you're bringing in, and fr- things like that, rather than how many followers you get. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a famous um, quote I've seen going around, like the the sort of business, online business industry, and it's something like, I "Don't count the likes, count the invoices." I don't oh know if that. I like and I, that. I love that like whenever I see that I'm like oh this again um it's like one of my favorite quotes because it's so true I mean like you know I'm so passionate about sharing this all the time I share it with my clients I talk about it because obviously with me I have quite a big platform so people yeah. see that and they think you know I've got over 13,000 followers they see that and they think oh well obviously it's easy for her and like I've had that a lot of like people coming and saying like oh well you know you can do it because you've got the following but I can't And I really want to debunk that because obviously I built my following up over a year. And when I first built it, it was very much people interested in social media. So then after I pivoted, obviously a lot of followers dropped off. A lot of people weren't interested in my content anymore. Obviously it's been over a year since I have my account now. So a lot of accounts will become kind of inactive. And I'm so passionate about like raising the awareness of like, you know, I probably only get like between like two, three, 400 views on my stories. Like I don't get that many, but I still manage to have, you know, 5K months, like hugely successful months um and whenever I tell people that they're always so shocked they're always like oh my gosh like that's how many I have and then they start to like see that as possible for them and that's just why it's so important to raise awareness about this isn't it and raise awareness that you know the vanity metrics on everything
1: yeah definitely um you just need to well my if anyone's listened to this I I literally had about 500 followers and went Mm self-employed so anything is possible there's so much more and don't get me wrong I I do get a lot of business from Instagram
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but you I think if you were comparing profiles you'd be like oh she, that she can't be that successful because she's only got like a thousand but that's not true um I think it, it's a great place to be obviously it's what I built my business on but I feel like if you you need to just focus on the actual business part of it that it's bringing in rather than yeah. num- literally numbers on an app. 100% and you know
0: what what interests me is I see a lot of people talking about like um, Instagram updates and like change to the algorithm and this and that like every five minutes and I'm just like you know okay it's important to know what's going on in Instagram like it's it to stay yeah. informed but it's also kind of like like you said your business is so much more than Instagram like it's like so much deeper than that like you know there's pillars that are so much more important like your brand who you are your mission your values like these are things that will weather the test of time of Instagram of Twitter of any Facebook any other platforms that you use like that will all weather the test of time and that's what's going to stay current um so talking about branding obviously you know I'm chatting all things kind of personal branding recently so how important do you feel it's kind of to bring yourself into your brand into your strategy do you feel like that's an important part um how how do you sort of see that in in your business?
1: a hundred percent yeah it's definitely an important part especially in my business so I like I have a little team um I've got like a VA and associate as well that helps me with marketing but obviously the business started with me so I um, I think it's so important that I get out my personality so people can relate to me but also if anyone's interested in working with me they know the type of person I am as much as they can before meeting you um because i'm you're not the right fit for everyone so i think it sort of helps you attract your more ideal client as well Mm. the better your personal brand is so i think it is important especially for service businesses to really try and work on your personal branding
0: yeah, hundred percent. I was about to say that. I was about to say I feel like it's so important, especially for service based, because it's mm-hmm. kind of like people buy people, and especially yeah. in the whole service based industry, like that's where it's so key. But don't get me wrong, for product based as well, because I feel like mm-hmm. for product based, sometimes people can kind of like hide behind the products in a way, and like you know, sometimes the products sell themselves. But then also, it's kind of like I saw this experience with a client actually with one of my one to one clients who who has a product based business when she starts to bring in a lot more of her story, talk to her followers a lot more, kind of on show up on stories herself, like share more in her captions about her story about her experiences that's when her sales you know skyrocketed and people could see a lot more from her um okay well thanks for chatting with me at the moment I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to ask you just before we finish is there anything that you've got on at the moment that you'd like to mention to the listeners of the podcast that you feel like they might be interested in any offers that you've got on at the moment please do share
1: um, yeah so if anyone that's listening to this and they want to learn more about marketing or have a bit of accountability then the, my marketing membership is definitely for you so um, you get monthly workshops access to resources like mini coaching videos um, templates and stuff and it's 35 pounds per month so it's really reasonable and yeah if you've got any questions about it you can also book like a membership tour so I'll take you around all the resources and you can see if it's right for you so you can find me on instagram at green Creatives, and I'm happy to answer any questions that you've got on it amazing thanks so much for
0: being on the podcast Danny. I will link Um, your details in the show notes people can find you obviously as well but it's been so good chatting I feel like we've shared so much good insight and yeah thanks so much for being here no problem amazing right well we'll speak to you soon everyone bye thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope it was exactly what you needed to hear today screenshot and share the episode to your instagram stories and tag me at soul social underscore so i can hear your main takeaways and share you with my own community and if you love this episode please leave a review so we can get the podcast out to more heart-centered entrepreneurs who need it i'll see you in the next episode bye